Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues from dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out. Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. Good morning. Welcome to the Become More Disco, where we are always ready to get down. <laughs> Tammy and Scott, that is are a... you thinking about your disco days? <laughs> stay in the light, stay in the light. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was thinking 70s disco ball. But actually, this is the first time that we have ever all actually been in the same room together. Doing a podcast. It's true. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Listeners, I, I hope you appreciate the specialness of this moment. <laughs> and the reason we're all together is because we are at a staff retreat. Yes. This week. And uh yesterday we were doing some uh really fun exercises and thinking about our business. And one of the processes that we went through was a problem-solving exercise. And like many people, we on the staff got called out by Tammy and Scott for jumping to solutions instead of working through problem identification and all the other smart steps that, you know, that we teach people to do. So Tammy and Scott, talk a little, maybe a little today about why is that bad? Why can't we just jump to the conclusion? Let's <laughs> have the answer and go to lunch. Well, first of all, Scott, my favorite thing is they got called out like many people do from Scott and Tammy. That's our reputation of calling people out. <laughs> it's your job. It is your job to call people out. When you say that, what I think about is... We're going to go to calling out people anonymous. We're going to say, hi, I'm Scott. I have a problem. I call people out. I've been calling people out for 10 years or 20 years. years. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe someday, instead of a five-year chip, there'll be a five-minute chip. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't think you could go much longer than that. (laughs) Oh, Carmen, I'm sorry. Your language this morning is absolutely hysterical. And your point is well made. Many individuals and many organizations do this thing where they want to kind of, I would say, hit the easy button. And it is this spot that says there's pain. And then immediately they move to your solution. Let's be in action. Yeah. And there's something like an adrenaline rush or whatever that doing something feels better than thinking about it. Doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. Or thinking about it. Right. So, yeah, it, yeah. Which is kind of an interesting thing. Right. I can sit there and stew in it. I can think it through or I can run and take action. And it kind of reminds me when you're stuck in traffic. Are you the person that sits there or are you the person that says, I think I'll take the next exit and see if there's another way around? I it? just want to be moving. I just I, I don't care if it ends up taking me longer. Mm-hmm. I'll feel better if I've turned a corner. And I think that thing is what people do. Yeah. And it's interesting because if you think about, okay, I'm on the 10th floor of a building and I want to get down to the first floor. And it's funny because it's like, oh, well, hey, I, I, as long as I'm in motion, well, I could be in motion 
go down the elevator. I could be in motion, go down the steps, or I could go in motion, jump out the window. All of those can get me down to the ground floor. All of those are options. Yes. And sometimes when we problem solve, we're taking the jump out the window option because it seems like it's the fastest. It seems like it's going to get us there. However, it causes more pain or problems than it's worth. Than it's worth. And we haven't really solved the problem. All we've done is we think we've gotten to a fast outcome. All we've done is done something that made ourselves feel better, that got us to an outcome that actually may not be, we might not like the result of that outcome, right? Yes. <laughs> so that's the why. Like, why do we jump ahead? Why is it bad? What should we do instead? Well, yes, but if this were a having the conversation, we would also have to talk about not just what the problem is, but why it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen actually learned something yesterday. <laughs> no, that was it. She got that question in. Yeah, I got that question in. So, so what do you think, Scott? How would we go about that? The two primary impacts are, actually, it's, to me, it's one. Two. It depends. It just don't know. (laughs) So first and foremost, impact one is we do something that seems right in the moment. However, it creates chaos and a ripple or a tsunami that hurts, that we, we have these unintended consequences. Second one, which to me is one of my favorites, is we go and we do all this work and we say, hey, I've solved the problem. And then two days later, a week later, you get the opportunity to solve that same problem again. That had you taken the time to actually investigate and understand, maybe you would have actually really solved the problem and not just solved the symptom. I always just shortcut it and talk about it. It feels like whack-a-mole. Yeah, yeah we, we smack this one on the head that something's going to pop up over here. And until we actually figure out what truly is going on and look at it from a more holistic standpoint, we end up just continuing to whack the mold. And if you talk about wasted excellence inside of an organization, that's a big part of what happens is that we spend time repeating kind of things and continue to take the next problem, the next problem, the next problem, because we didn't really take care of this first. So what should we do? Like, what is that process, Scott? The process really is is nine steps. And if we just kind of walk through them, and we'll put the steps in the the notes in case you want to see them in lovely written form. First is, what's the problem? So what is the pain? What's the thing you're experiencing? What's going on? What's going on? Second is, what's the impact? So, hey, you have this problem, but what's it creating? And it might be the cost of the impact. It might be the level of pain, whatever that looks like. Three is what's the current state? So what's actually happening right now? If we go observe what's happening, we talk to people, whatever that is, what's actually happening? Okay, stupid question. The first one is like, what's pain? Mm -hmm. And then the third one is what's actually happening? What's the difference? Yeah, the difference is, uh, think if you go to a doctor and you're moving your elbow and you say, hey... My elbow hurts. That's the pain. What's currently happening, right? What's the current state is, when does that pain happen? Oh, it happens when I move my elbow, extend it out. But however, it's not happening when I have my elbow at an arm at a 90 degree, only when I extend it all the way out. 
Ah, uh, so it's kind of being able to pinpoint the exact place. It's it's the steps that's that's occurring when that pain is happening. Got it. Thank you. Yep. Uh, fourth step is what are the gaps? So what are all the contributing factors to that the- led up to that? So I was playing tennis last week. So I was playing tennis last week. I slipped on the ice and I smacked it on the elbow. I was playing ice hockey and I cross-checked somebody and my elbow hit him in the helmet. That's exactly <laughs> what happened to me in my helmet. That's exactly what Yes. Okay. I was I was playing America's you know fastest growing sport pickleball and I tripped and fell, you know, whatever it is. Thank you very much. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from there, once we say, hey, we have all of these contributing factors, all these gaps, we then look at those gaps and somehow we have to prioritize what are the most likely, least likely. I might have to gather some data if I'm doing it probably more formally. So what you're really saying in that spot is which one, if I took care of that gap, would give me the biggest return on investment? Absolutely. Got it. And then I go into options and alternatives and or root cause. So I may say, okay, I play tennis, whatever that is, but I then need to look at options. Am I going to stop or am I going to pause for a couple of weeks? Am I going to do physical therapy? Am I going to... So I don't look for a solution. I look for many potential options and alternatives, which then I can come back to that return on investment question and say, if I do this, that will cost me, which could be time, money, resources, anything. Cost me or save me. And that's the best option. Or, ooh, that's only going to get me halfway there. I probably need to do something else. Then question six is I go take action. I go, hey, I've made a decision. Now I go do these things. And seven is, what are you going to do to make sure you don't have that problem again? So, hey, it was because I played tennis, but was it really playing tennis? Or was it I was sitting on my ass for eight months, and then I went and I played tennis really intensely for six hours. And maybe instead of saying, I'm just going to stop playing tennis, you say, hey, I'm going to play tennis a little bit. Maybe I'm going to start with ping pong. And I'm going to work up, right? Well, I'm going to start moving say, around. At least you didn't say pit, uh, pit <laughs> <ball>. <laughs> I, mean, I was waiting for the insults. All right. No, no, no. Right, but that spot. So maybe right. I'm going to build the muscle set. I'm going to build so the muscle set and, and make sure that I don't have that problem again. Right. Eight is coming back and say, hey, did it actually work? And we need to prove that. Is the pain gone away? I had certain whatever that is. And in the end, then it's memorializing that work. And what is memorializing? So it really is capturing, here's what I did. Here was my thought process of why I did it and what I picked. So that if I ever have something similar or someone needs to look, I can see that. What's interesting is what most people do is we one, two, six. What's the problem? What's the impact? Let's go do a bunch of shit. So that's when we jump out the window. That is like, oh, I need to get to the first floor. I got to go quick day. I got to get there in 10 seconds. Go. <laughs> Smack. Smack. Woo, I did it in five. <laughs> we are a little sick. <laughs> it is, yes. I suppose in that place, you could do a one, two, six, nine. Hey, I got to get down to the first floor. I'm going to jump out the window. Oh, splat. And then we, you know, memorialize we memorialize it the, with a gravestone the or failure. the failure. Yeah. <laughs> 
honestly, I know that this is kind of morbid. At the other side of it, that is oftentimes what happens mm-hmm. is we go one, two, six, and the person who made that decision, it's a huge failure. And in many organizations, that leads to them being not part of the organization yep. anymore, termination in that space because they didn't think it through. They didn't go through this process of really recognizing what we could do, how it would impact what that return on investment is. And if you do that too often in an organization and you make these big mistakes, there are typically consequences of that. So this process has a name. It does, yes. It is called the Demaic Way. So it is one of our um, models that we use and teach and facilitate in our organization. And I think one of the things that's really interesting about that particular model and how we may do it a little differently than others is we don't come in and teach people to be master black belts and then they go and they do it to the organization. We actually teach the Demaic Way process to frontline folks in the organization so that the problems that they face on a daily basis, they don't have to go to somebody else and say, can you fix this for me? It is thinking it through and they can actually do this work and make decisions that help move the organization forward themselves. And so it's not like this thinking that is just for special people or, you know, someone that has some kind of education. It truly is thinking that anyone can use, anyone can learn. And because it's just a matter of what is the question, how do I go about answering that question? It's actually pretty linear and logical. Well, listeners, the last thing that I'd like to do this morning is introduce you to our staff since everybody's here. Woohoo! Every single one. That is a true statement. So, Jen, can you just introduce yourself, name, and what your role is? My name is Jen Peterson. I'm a talent optimization consultant with Become More Team. And how long have you been here, Jen? Since January. Since January. Jen is one of our newer teammates. And um, Jen actually is kicking butt and taking names. So has been doing a phenomenal job. We're pretty excited to have her on the team. Our second newest is... Morning. My name is Michael Peterson. I'm a business optimization consultant with Scott Tammy and Become More Team. Been with us since January. And Scott mentioned the Demaic Way. That's a key part of my role. Absolutely. Michael is one of our brilliant young members of the team, and um, we get lots and lots of feedback. Can we please have Michael come back and help us with the Demaic way? So it's kind of exciting that he's a member of the team. Oh, we have one more team member that's here this weekend. So hello, I'm Marlene Sprouse, and I am a consultant and facilitator with the Become More team. Hmm. Marlene, how long have you been with us? A couple of years. Yep, a couple of years. Marlene and I met years and years and years ago um, at an organization where we were doing leadership development yep. um, for that organization and helping that group of people expand kind of their ability to lead organizations and create the kind of culture that they wanted to create inside their organizations. Yeah. So that's the Become More Team. Woohoo! One of these days soon, you'll get to maybe do podcasts with all of them. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box, and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. 
Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.